Thank you for being here. Uh, this is always an exciting day. Um, we're excited about this class and um, the hard work that our staff put in and, and also all the auxiliary staff. It's not just our coaches, it's uh, you know, our recruiting department, our academic department, um, all the facilities, everything that goes into it. Uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a whole group effort by our whole um, community, our academic community, uh, the professors that come help us on recruiting weekends. And, it's, a, uh, it's a, a great effort by the University of Colorado, um, and we're excited about that. And, um, and also, Rick getting the facility going, taking guys on a tour through that, that was a big deal. Going a hard hat tour through our facility was a, a big deal in our recruiting weekends, and uh, was very these young men were very impressed by it. So, uh, you know, we're excited about the class. One thing I'll talk about back up um, and talk about our January group that we had come in. I think that's significant. Um, we had, we had uh, seven young men come in at, uh, in January, uh, four new young men, junior college young men that uh, we had signed just now. Um, and of, of the seven guys, uh, you know, three of them are defensive linemen um, that we're really excited about that are, could go through spring practice and are going through winter workouts now. Um, so we had uh, Nathaniel Robbins, big defensive end, very athletic out of Georgia military. Um, J.C. Carroll, a first-team All-American, um, junior college player out of American River, very athletic defensive tackle. Leo Jackson is another young man out of Foothill Junior College, another big 290-pound you know, defensive tackle who he's three for three. Afalabi Laguna, some of you are going to ask me how to pronounce that, so there's how you do it. Um, he's a corner uh, slash safety, you know, big athletic young man. He's also three for three. Um, and then um, we had Grant Watanabe who we said the year before, who broke his foot. So he gray-shirted. He's in here at linebacker. Isaac Miller, who had a torn labrum who got operated on, he's in here. He came in. If he would have started in the fall, this is interesting, he weighed about 240 pounds. When he reported, he weighed 270. Um, he's six foot seven. Then Dylan Millimus is a young man that we signed here in state also, like Isaac, um, who graduated early. And he's already in, in school and, um, and doing really well and um, working out hard. And then we also were able to get back, I, I consider him a signee, Samson Casavallo, um, who would have been one of our best players last year. He's got two years left. He came back 6'5", 280, and great spirits, great attitude, and he's um, doing really well. So I feel like those guys in January are a big part of our team that will be ready to go and be going through spring practice and winter workouts and summer. Um, the class that we just signed today, I'm very excited about it. I feel like that uh, we got a well-rounded class. Um, we also, uh, I think, got some big guys that can really help us, and uh, I'm excited about the running backs we got. I think we got uh, uh, some excellent running backs and some guys that can uh, make plays in this league for sure. And then Steven Montez, the, the quarterback, I think, is a phenomenal athlete. You know, he's six four and a quarter. He's over 200 pounds. He runs in the four fives. Um, he scored 56 touchdowns this year, 43 passing, and uh, 59 touchdowns. Excuse me, 43 passing, 16 rushing. Um, and was player of the year in El Paso. And he's also a 3.9 student. And he can dunk a basketball any way he wants. He's an excellent basketball player. So he's a well-rounded athlete that we're excited about. So there's a lot of other guys I could talk about, but I'll let, take any questions you have at this time. Coach, Steven Montez. Yes. Uh, do you think the competition level there in El Paso is going to prepare him for important? Yes, uh, he's an excellent player. It was funny in there. Um, in their playoff games, as they were going deep in the playoffs, um, it was um, I, I saw a little blip on um, a commentary by one of the uh, guys that was commentating the games, and they said, you know, if he would have been in Dallas, 
he uh, probably won, a, won player of the year because he was up for player of the year of Texas. Um, and he's an excellent player that Brian Lindgren and Jim Jeffcoat found. And he came up to our camp. And the other great thing about him is his dad grew up in Pueblo. Um, and they love being in Colorado. So we're excited about it. He's an excellent, excellent athlete and, uh, and extremely bright. You mentioned briefly the facilities. What is the, the kind of feedback? Because you and other coaches have always talked about how the facilities will help with recruiting. Have you already seen that? Yes, we've, we have seen that. And then when it's finished here, when we have our junior days and all the type of things we'll have this summer, um, when they walk through it this summer, they'll be blown away by it. And that it, it even make a bigger impact. It also makes an impact on the players now. You know, they walk around with a lot of pride and they see it. And, and matter of fact, we're going to take them on a tour through it um, the next few Saturdays. Um, and so they can see it themselves, and um, they're excited about it. So I think it, it brings a, a whole new level of commitment, and they understand that. Guys, we do need to wait for the wireless mic when you're asking questions. Mike, it appears that for the first time in a number of years, you guys are in a situation where you don't have to play true freshman. Right. Do you, do you agree with that? And, uh, and how much of a goal is that? Right. It was good. Um, you know, we didn't play a lot of true freshmen last year. Um, if you look at our, if you look at our team, which is exciting, we really only have the negative part. We only have like ten seniors. Okay, um, but our junior and sophomore class is big. So we're we're going to be older and more mature this year in junior sophomore class. The year after that, we're going to have 47, 48 players on scholarship in the junior senior class that are mature and have played a lot of football and they're big and strong. And so we'll be able to keep building those classes as they go and redshirting guys. And so we were able to redshirt quite a few kids this last year. Um, and so hopefully we'll be able to redshirt most of these freshmen. Um, we won't be redshirting the junior college kids. Um, they'll be ready to go and play, especially since they can go through spring and do all they can do there. So that uh, we'll have even have more maturity on our football team, um, which I'm excited about. A lot of defensive linemen now. Yep. Is that kind of the main priority for you recruiting-wise this cycle? Yes. Um, the defensive line area, um, you know, the only way you can actually be good on defense consistently is have enough good defensive linemen. You can scheme and do all you want, but you've got to be able to ha have guys up front that make plays on their own, get come off blocks and knock, run, rock the ball loose from running backs, you know, tip balls, harass the quarterback. Um, we've got more guys that can do that. We're bigger, we're stronger. Also, you have to rotate them in some to keep them fresh, especially in our high-paced offenses that we play. If a kid has to stay out there seven, eight plays in a row and he can't get a break, um, it makes it tough. And now he's just sitting back there patting the ball or guys make runs on you and you don't have good pursuit angles. So I, I'm excited about our, our, the look of our defensive line and the athleticism of them. And there will be great competition this spring and in the fall. And, uh, we'll be able to play a lot of good football players. We'll look different when we walk on the football field this fall. Our whole team will. Um, they're doing an unbelievable job in the weight room right now, and we're going to a more mature-looking football team. Mike, it sounds like it was a concerted effort to beef up the running back core. Yes. Could you uh, talk about the three and uh, you know what, what your philosophy was to add to that depth? Right. You know, last year um, uh, we got beat up a little bit at running back, even though we were trying to play a few different guys. Um, and so going into it this year, we, want, we definitely wanted to sign two. Um, and, uh, and then um, uh, Coach Walters had done an unbelievable job um, re recruiting Pat Carr. And uh, so that kind of came about at the end there. And we, and we wanted to take Pat. We were excited about him. 
Um, Aaron Balthazar was another great find by Clayton Adams. He was a young man that was a highly, highly recruited kid out of high school, went to Boise State, started as a freshman in front of the guy that's going out early now, tore his knee up, didn't like it there, left. And uh, he was going to college and junior college in San Diego. And we just found out about it, and just kept recruiting him and recruiting him. And um, he really liked us. And then um, uh, Gordon from, um, from LA area is a strong athlete that we, um, that Charles Clark did a good job with. So we feel like we've got um, good young men there that can play and uh, will give us more depth at the running back. And, and uh, um, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully we could redshirt one of those freshmen um, is what we hope to do. Could you talk about their styles of running? And yeah, Aaron's a, a physical big back, um, very powerful, um, you know, hard runner, um, that type of thing. Um, Gordon is a big youngin' too. When you see him, he's got big rounded shoulders, and he is a, a more of a bigger, powerful back. Um, Pat Carr is five foot eight and a half, but he's 197. And if you saw him walking in, about an ounce of fat on, but he'll run a 10 4, 10 500 meters this year. He ran a 10 6 last year. So he can fly. Um, and, and all of them have really good hands, so that helps us using them out of the backfield or splitting them out. Um, so we're excited about those, those guys. Coach, a year ago you talked about the importance of trying to recruit Colorado. What is it about the four guys you got that impressed you? Well, you know, the, the two linemen um, are big and athletic, um, and we're excited about those guys. Uh, you know, Timmy Lynott and Dylan Millimus, uh, they're, you know, excellent um, linemen prospects. You know, Timmy was a, a quote, a, uh, a guy that was offered by basically everybody in the Pac-12, and he's at an excellent school at Regis, um, so we were excited. We had, you know, we got um, Taryn Hassel back out of there last year, too, um, so we're excited about him. Um, Alex Kinney. Um, and a lot of services is ranked the number one punter in America. He won the contest a few weeks ago when he went to Las Vegas, um, where they bring all the great punters. And, and then he also has a strong, strong leg as a kicker and can be a kicker. I'm really excited about, uh, uh, about Alex. And uh, I've gone blank for a second. Frank. Oh, yes, sorry. Frank Umu, um, big athletic youngin' um, that uh, he was 6'5", 290. Uh, does a great job on the defensive line. He came to our camps as a junior, and he came back as a senior. Um, his work ethic and um, power, I, went and I was able to go watch him play in person as I was able to watch Timmy Lynott play in person. And uh, watching Frank, he's so athletic for a big guy. Uh, I mean, he's a big human, and I'm excited about uh, what he brings to the table on the defensive front. And he'll, he'll end up being a six foot five. Well, he is six five. He'll end up being a little bit over six five. He's two ninety right now. If he walked in here. He doesn't really have an ounce of fat on him. He'll end up being a three hundred and fifteen, three hundred twenty pound D tackle that can run and move. So I'm excited about Frank. Mike, you know, if you look at the team rankings, you're going to be way down there. Um, what do you say to Colorado fans about uh, you know your Enthusiasm about the class and, and right. when they look at those rankings. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this class. I really am. I'm excited about where they are, and, and we've got some guys, um, especially with the junior college guys, and um, and you know that are, are ready to walk in and play. We've got a, a couple freshmen I think that are physically that will be able to help us a little bit, but we'd like to redshirt the rest of them and, and keep developing them. We have for for you to build a program, you better start having a lot of players that have been playing that have, are mature and they're in their junior, senior, fourth, and fifth year. And uh, that's where we're getting to, um, and that's exciting to me. And these, these young men 
um, have the ability to do that, and they're able to do that. Um, you know, I read an article that in the Super Bowl, um, out of the 22 starters on each team, the average stars for the Seattle Seahawks was 2.4. The average stars for the New England Patriots is 2.3. 55% of the players in the Super Bowl were two-star or less. Um, there wasn't even a five-star in the Super Bowl. So I think it's all about work ethic. It's all about ability to, to believe they're going to be well. And then these kids are good athletes. And the other thing, we evaluated um, and saw these kids, every single one of them almost, at camps. And that's how we try to do it. We try to have a bunch of camps here and then do satellite travel camps with other schools in you know, California and Texas so we can be able to work with these young men and, and see what they're all about. For the most part, you filled up this class pretty quickly in uh -huh. terms of commitments. Is that is that a preference, or is that just kind of the way things shook out? Uh, that, well, we saw a lot of them at camp and really liked them, um, and uh, and that's the way that that it worked out. Um, you know, I, the the process has sped up so much. Um, personally, I wish it didn't speed up that quick, um, but that's the way the process is and uh, the way it as it worked in today. You know, there's a big talk about the early signing date, which I think would be a very good idea. Um, and, and that way you don't have um, all the decommitments and all that type of stuff that goes on in college football, and, um, which I think is uh, it's tough on those young men, and it's interesting when grown men are trying to talk them out of commitments. Um, so I, I think if you started doing the signing date, you'd have a little bit more character involved and a little more integrity um, in the recruiting process. Mike, you talked about you know, what the new facilities mean, like when you're talking to the young man uh, in, in Boulder and see you kind of sell themselves. When it, when it comes down to the win totals, you, you know, the last couple of years, you haven't had the number of wins you want. So what, what's the message for the young guys when you talk about where this program is going and what your vision is better? Well, I definitely think that uh, anybody that's watched us play, and those kids do, um, and they look at the scores, um, you know, we're right in there in the Pac-12. I mean, the very first word said to me by everybody I met when I got here, just make us competitive. Well, I think we were competitive this year in the Pac-12, um, week in, week out. Um, everybody. That's all they wanted me to do is be competitive. And uh, now we're at the point where I believe that we can start winning those games more often, and we should have won more last year. So they see that. The other thing is, is when you bring them on campus um, and they get with our young men, they hear our young men talking that way all the time. They don't hear them say, well, you know, we, they hear them believe in how close we are and how we're going to get over the hump and how we're going to be successful. So it's a combination of them understanding that, believing that, and then they see the commitment of everything so they can see that tidal wave kind of building. And so it, it, that's how we talk to them about it. You need the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> what about the rules? Even though it's, it's a lot of times a final conversation, you don't get to see their face when you have that final commitment from them. What's it like for you to know the joy that you have just helped a, a, a kid, a family, kind of, you know, the dream come true for a lot of these guys? Right. It, it's really exciting. They're, they're, you know, there's all different situations. I've been in every household. I've um, talked to every, a lot of different people in the family. And, um, it, it's always exciting hearing that. You, you have all different emotions. You have some kids that have had their um, younger, their older brothers play. You have some that they're the first one to go to college in their family. Um, and so all of those attributes are exciting. You know, you have them crying on the phone. You have them excited about it. Um, so uh, it's, a, it's a very emotional day and I think a, a very prideful day for those, um, for those young men and their parents. Mike, 
Yes. Um, a lot of places they depend on walk-ons for kickers and punters mm -hmm. and see what pans out. Um, here, it seems like the this young man's a highlight for this uh, this program and, and this signing. How unusual is that for uh, so much emphasis to be on recruiting and, and getting? Well, you know, we we lost our punter and our kicker last year. Um, and so we felt like we definitely had to have one. And when the, one of the best ones in the country, according to everybody, is just right down the road, um, that makes it really exciting. So, you know, we're excited about Alex, and uh, he's going to be a big part. We plan on him um, having an opportunity to punt and, and maybe even kick in our very first game. There's no doubt about it. So um, we're, uh, counting big, we're counting big things with him the very first game he plays in. Um, how, how tough was it to recruit him? The uh, uh, it, it was pretty tough to recruit him. He had a lot of people after him. I don't know all the different schools, um, but uh, you know we got on him early. We um, um, coach um, Ninus had done a great job recruiting him and understanding and working with him. And he uh, came to our different kicking camps and was around and um, came to Junior Day. And um, so he was excited about being here. And I think this is where he wanted to go all along. Um, but he, he definitely got started getting a lot of interest. There's no doubt about it. Talked about wanting to redshirt as many of these guys as you can. That being said, do you think one of these uh, running backs that you got has a chance to factor in this year? Yes, I definitely think. Um, I, I would think that um, definitely they have a chance to factor in. There's no doubt. Um, both, all three of them are built really well, so they have the stature to be able to handle it. You know, sometimes you bring in a young guy and you can tell you can't throw him out there at 165 or whatever, or you or a lineman needs to gain another 30 pounds. You just can't do it. Um, you know. Uh, you know, Pat's built really, really well, and um, all the guys are. So they, they would be, to me, physically ready to be able to play to see how, how all that works out. Mike, um, of course you don't know now, but if you had to now, who do you see uh, being able to start and make an impact next year? Well, I, you know, one thing that I do when I recruit young men, I never tell them they're going to walk in and start. I, I don't. Um, if you're doing that, you're lying to them. I tell them you have an opportunity to come in and compete, and especially the young men that are physically already built ready to do it because uh, this is a man's game out there it's not high school anymore and so uh, but I, I would expect that all of our junior college young men are built and ready to play and then you know he just talked about some of the running backs and um, you know we got a couple of our a couple of our um, you know one of our linebackers that we signed I think is really built well we got Grant Watanabe that's came in um, that came in in January um, that, you know th those type of guys I think will be ready to go and uh, I think also both of our um, Secondary guys that we signed, Isaiah Oliver and Nick Fisher, uh, they're very athletic. They um, come from good weight programs at their high school. Um, I think they'll have a chance to probably help us in the secondary. Where do you need help right away? Oh, uh, wow. I don't think we need any immediate help right away except for the junior college kids and Samson that came in. I think they'll fill the needs that we need. I, I think we have good depth. We have a good experience everywhere, and then we'll see – Hopefully, a couple of these guys jump out and everybody on the field goes, wow, that guy needs to be on the field. And that's what we expect to see. Mike, the Pac-12 is known as a passing league, but there's a lot of good running backs produced in yes. this league. How important is it to have that balance and find factor into you? Right. Backs? You know, we, we ran the ball um, well last year. Um, and uh, But I would like us to run it even better. Um, and, you know, there's some situations in games when you can run out the clock, so to speak. Um, you know, if the other team has got a little bit of momentum, you're able to, to run and get the ball on some different first downs and kind of keep the clock in your favor a little bit and, and kind of catch your breath defensively some. 
but I still, if you can run the football well, um, then it opens up the passing game even more. And I think, you know, I still believe if you, if you, if you can be more balanced, um, you got a better chance of kind of when you get the momentum and you get up about 14 points, you can run it and run it and, and, and come up with some big plays in the passing game or, or just demoralize a team and put them away and score another touchdown. We didn't have the chance to do that as much last year. And then defensively, I'll go back to that, um, when your defense is stopping them and doing that, that gives you more options to run the football. You don't have to put as much pressure on your quarterback to, to keep scoring all the time. And I, I think that'll help us. You've got Lyle Tui, Lomo from Yes. Do you anticipate Clayton Adams continuing to, to recruit there permanently now, or do you continue with three Um I, I think they're all going to flip a coin. They, they all want to draw straws to see who goes to Hawaii recruiting. The, um, but the thing about going to Hawaii recruiting is really, it's, most people, wow, that's a trip. Well, no, it's not. It's a, you fly out, you stay for a day, and you fly the red eye back. So it's, it's, it's not a, uh, a vacation time. You're, you're worn out. Yeah, Clayton did a great job out there. Um, we'll review that, but I think he would be a guy. He's made a lot of contacts with a lot of the schools and a lot of the coaches, um, and, and he did a, a good job um, recruiting Lyle and and uh, um, and it, you know made we've already made inroads. There's some juniors out there that we know about, and so um, it's good. Coach, with yes, the, sir. Uh, emphasis on the defensive line in this recruitment and the experience that young players had last year. Is your defensive scheme going to change, or maybe? able to experiment yeah with us being able to have more d linemen and um, uh, those type of things we should be able to hopefully do a, be better and more stout up front is what we expect and, and we will be uh, and then our, our scheme will, will definitely um, uh, when we get our defensive coordinator in here we'll have a we'll have a, we'll definitely tweak our scheme for sure and uh, and make that more powerful but our the defensive line the key is where you start um, and you know we've got I think we've got a good secondary coming back we had a lot of Guys play last year um, because of injury on some of them that really showed they could play, and I feel good about our secondary. And so the D line is where we needed to make the biggest advancement on our team, and I think we did that. Coach, and I think it's an immediate advancement too. A lot of people talk about in recruiting the uh, effectiveness of flashy uniforms and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You guys obviously rolled out some new helmets last year. Do you think that kind of stuff helps? And is there any plans to upgrade the uniforms? And I, I, you know, I'd like to say it doesn't, um, it shouldn't help, but it does. I think that it does. I think, uh, um, uh, you know, the kids like that different type of thing. Uh, and I think it, it, you take a straw poll of the fans, some fans like it and some fans don't. And uh, I think that, uh, but in today's world, the 18-year-old, 22-year-old uh, kid does like those type of things. And, um, you know, we've got some different things gonna, that we'll unveil this year that will be exciting, I think, for everybody. Um, and I think it will appease everybody, too. Mike, three players from Arizona, is that a new area of emphasis? Yes, it is. Uh, Gary Bernardi does an excellent job there. He's recruited there. You know, he coached at Arizona. Um, he coached at Northern Arizona. He knows everybody in that state, and uh, he does an excellent job. And then us playing in the state of Arizona in the Pac-12, that has opened that up. And, uh, and you know, that area is growing. They're adding schools every day. It's amazing how many different schools they've added. So uh, we're excited about recruiting that area, and that's an area we'll keep continuing to recruit. Mike, you uh, lost your two starting guards to graduation. Yes. Um, a lot of guys back that uh, didn't play a whole lot. Is there enough uh, talent and depth there that these, these new linemen can kind of grow into things? Yes, um, there is. There definitely is. You know, Timmy Lynott, um, he is one young man that's already stature-wise 
could have an opportunity to play. Um, uh, you know, our, uh, the other guys probably are going to need a year to soak, um, and so that's what they'll do. But we, you know, you've got you've got Shane Callahan, you got Jared Koo, you got a, those are just a couple names, but you got other guys in there too that can play. So and they're big, strong young men. So I I feel good about um, that area and. Um, you know, Sully Weefels, we redshirted last year, who was a junior college offensive lineman. He could play center, or you could, you know, Alex could move, or, you know, he could play guard. So we, I think we've got a, definitely enough bodies in there to work with. And then our freshmen that we redshirted last year, I believe they can help us, at, you know, at tackle and, and do some different things like that. So um, John Huggins is another guy. So we've got enough guys in there to be able to be successful. So those guys can soak a little bit. Coach, you don't have a defense coordinator right now. Did that affect your recruiting, and are you any close to hiring a defense coordinator right now? Um, we're very close to um, hiring a defensive coordinator. Um, I don't think it, it did not. I did not have that question asked one time in a house I went into, um, and uh, so I don't think it affected our recruiting at all. Like we said earlier, most of these young men were committed, and um, we ended up, you know, getting a running back late and, and a couple other guys. Um, but we were kind of solidified in, in our recruiting process at that time. That's a very good question. Um, you know, they're 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 high school kids. They they date a girl for about three months, and the girl drops them because they're another guy. So you have all the you know they're young kids. So uh, it's uh, I think that the commitment uh, level um, is as you get to know them, get with them, and if they come on campus enough, you're in good shape. And most of those kids came for unofficial visits, um, and then of course we saw them off campus. And I think the other thing that the new rule. Um, where if a kid is admitted to school and he pays his $200 admittance fee, then we can contact them so much more. The rules change. And so a lot of our kid, kids that committed early, they, they were already got accepted to school, they paid it, so then we could call them more, we could Still see them off campus more. Yeah, so we were develop a relationship, so, and they weren't doing that with other schools because they didn't and um, get admitted to those. So that helps you kind of stay with them and they keep a better relationship. And you know, you can only go to the high school once a week, but you can go see that kid every night if you want to at his house. <laughs> um, so that's a, a rule change that happened a year ago. And so that enabled, we did that with quite a few kids. Now we weren't there every night, but we were there more often. Um, so that helped us out a lot um, in that commitment side of it to, to keep those early commitments. Because I imagine that would be hard with kids. Yes, it is. And then, of course, as soon as they commit to you, um, it's funny. You know, we'll, we'll offer a guy that nobody else has offered, and like a day later, he's got five offers. And we don't operate that way. And then all of a sudden, we commit a guy, and the next day he's getting they're, they're trying to talk him out of the commitment already. And uh, um, so it, it, it's kind of interesting how that all works. Coach, what about the camps and the satellite camps? How much of a role in recruiting those early commitments like Montez? That's our lifeline um, to recruiting um, with us right now. That is our lifeline for us to see them, work with them, coach them, be around them. Um, and you're able to do that when they come to our camps or we go to a satellite camp. Um, and so our, our coaches are working hard. They work really hard in the summers. 
they're not playing golf every day, they're working at this. So we're finding these young men um, that we think are, are excellent um, players and we've got to work with them and, and see them and see them move and, and you know, you get to see them and compare them to other guys too and you go, wow, that, he is a lot better than that guy, even though that guy might be ranked higher. Um, and you get to work with them and see their intensity and their effort. And, um, and then, you know, um, we're excited about them because we got to know them, kind of got your hands on them, so to speak. I think that's extremely important. Coach, I don't know how many other schools were able to get in on Balthazar and Carr late, but obviously this was the only visit that Carr took. Um, how much is this a testament to your staff really turning over every rock? Right, I think it's a great testament to, to, to Troy Walters and Clayton Allen and all our guys doing that. But, you know, Troy stayed after um, Pat and, and uh, stayed in touch with the coach and all that type of thing. So that, that was extremely important for us. You know, and uh, Clayton Adams finding Aaron and realizing what was going on and researching everything and, and uh, making sure he was doing all the stuff he was supposed to do in his junior college. He's making excellent grades. And, uh, you know, he'll be, a, he'll be three for three. That's, that's really good. Um, so it, we're excited for him. So, you know, three of the junior college kids we have, they have three years to play three, which is excellent. And so they're, and they're already 20-something years old and mature. And so that gives you a, a, you know, a talent that I think can instantly help you. Yes. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, Chris Bounds? Yes. His abilities and uh, what side of the ball you imagine he would start on? You know, a lot of the young men that we recruit in high school play both ways, and that, that's usually a good sign because they're good enough athletes to do that, and they're one of the best players on the team. You know, Chris can play tight end, H-back. He can also play defensive end or defensive tackle. Um, Chris's whole situation is um, we're going to have to see where his body goes. When you see, when you meet Chris, his shoulders are this wide, you know, and so it looks like he might end up being able to get really big, um, and he might stay at that same size. I, I don't know, but the, when you have wide shoulders and you're working out and lifting every day, uh, you got a chance to gain weight um, and go. So, but he could definitely be a tight end for us, um, and uh, also could play on the defensive line. So right now we kind of have him slated at, at tight end, but when they come in, we'll work them on both sides of the ball and, and kind of get a feel for that and. Hopefully we can redshirt him, um, and then and see what happens from there. Any other questions from the floor? No, you want. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.